0: The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects, to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live
1: slash L-I-S-T.
0: Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh.
1: And I'm your host Ronald Schmelzer, and um, you know, for these past many years, I know we've been spending so much time talking to folks who are putting AI into actual practice today, right? That's been the core. You know, there's so many AI podcasts out there, and a lot of them, you know, they talk about research, or they talk about fears or concerns, or they talk about different aspects of AI, and they're very popular. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's a reason why we're in the top three. We're not uh, number one. Number one is Alex uh, Friedman. If you want to listen to him, but it takes a lot of effort to listen to that podcast mainly because it's on so many different topics right so you know there's a there's sort of like a benefit and a price we pay for staying focused on just what it takes to implement AI today. And I think we like this focus. We like talking to people like you who are focused on really making AI work, not talking about the theory or the research or that sort of stuff, which may never see the light of day. So um, that's why we've been so focused lately on these glossary series, really going into these terms, because you may, you're may you probably using these terms on a daily basis, trying to pr- plan your projects, run your projects, work with others, and understanding not just the terms, but their concepts is key to really making AI successful. So stay connected, stay subscribed, stay part of the AI today, listen to all of our podcasts, not just the glossary podcast. We have many ways for you to get insight into how to make AI work for you today.
0: Exactly. And we've put together a very comprehensive glossary that goes over key terms, you know, AI, machine learning, and big data. Uh, terms and key concepts, because we want to make sure that you're understanding it. And that's what this podcast, this you know AI Glossary Series podcast is all about. So on some podcasts, we present just one term, and on other podcasts, we'll present a few terms that group well together. And that's what we're doing on today's podcast. So we're going to be going over the terms DevOps and MLOps.
1: Yeah, and you might have heard these terms, especially if you've been involved in uh, you know any sort of IT over the past let's say, a few decades, but really, especially over the past decade, the idea of DevOps is really... revolutionized, or I would say more like established in the organization's a standard process by which we can run our IT and development operations with a level of predictability. So DevOps combines two words, uh, an approach to software development, dev, and IT operations, ops, that really aims to shorten development cycles, make them more predictable, improve the iteration time, reduce bugs and defects. Hey, these are all great things, right? And DevOps is an iterative approach. If you ever, if you look for an image of DevOps, it's always like this kind of figure eight, <laughs> you know, like these two intertwined circles, right? You have the, the dev circle interoperate, interspersed with the uh, Op circle. They're also t- combined, intertwined, right? And so if you want to think about those two circles, you know, you think of the DevOps cycle, which is usually plan, create, verify, and package. So it's, you know, planning your development activities, uh, packaging them up for use, creation of those of those development assets, and then testing and verification. And then there's like this handoff after packaging that goes to ops, which focuses on releasing the development assets into the production environments, getting them up, up on servers and all sorts of stuff. Then, of course, there's the configuration, configurating, con- configurating that's not even a word, configuring these uh, systems uh, to be operational, and then, of course, monitoring making sure that they work. And then this all kind of feeds back into dev because once you got the monitoring, you know what's working, you know what needs to be changed. It all kind of connects together. So in addition to the term DevOps, you might have also heard some related terms. One's called continuous development, which again is like a strategy, a style, a philosophy, an approach to constant development. Organizations like Facebook have really pushed this to their like extreme where like they literally release stuff like every couple of minutes. It's a little crazy, Right. Uh, but, you know, you don't have to operate at that, that extreme. There's a related idea called continuous integration, where we're always connecting things together, always getting these various systems to connect. Continuous planning goes along with it, constant iteration. This goes along with more agile from a methodology perspective, which we spend more time talking about this idea of these constant um. You know iterations, sprints, as they call them. Then there's also the idea of continuous deployment, where we're constantly pushing things out to the user. Continuous monitoring, where we're constantly monitoring things. Continuous testing, we're always testing things. We're always releasing things. We're always doing operations, and and, and it, so that's why DevOps is really a a philosophy. It's an approach. It's a it's a it's it's a method, and it's it's always come. It's not just tools. It's it's you have to think about all the impact of running these things and what you want. You can go crazy with DevOps and do a little too much. You can do too little. So so as an approach, it's really worked. But it's keyed into some of our thoughts, when, especially when we talk about the fact that data and models continue to change. So we need to take a very similar approach, not just for software development and IT operations.
0: Exactly. And so in previous podcasts, we had talked about how you know we have model drift, we have uh, data drift, we need to be retraining our models. So if we're doing that, then we need to really be thinking about managing them as well, right? So this is this idea behind machine learning operations, sometimes abbreviated to ML ops. We also have more podcasts on this, which we'll link to in the show notes if you wanna dig really deep into this subject. But you know on today's podcast we're just providing an overview. So MLOps is an approach to the management of the life cycle of machine learning model development. Model operationalization, model iteration, and versioning. So if we're thinking about this, you know, if we're retraining our models, we're uh iterating on them, we're probably going to have different versions of our models. Well, how do we manage the different versions? Do we just, you know, overwrite them? Maybe we need version two for some things and we need version five for other things. We need to be understanding that there are different versions out there, communicating that and managing this as well. So as an approach, MLOps provides both methods as well as tools to make sure that ML models continue to provide results at required levels of performance. And the required levels are something that you're going to need to set. So if you need you know, 95% accuracy, make sure that it's continuing to perform that way. You don't just build the model, get it out there, start using it, and then go, oh, well, you know, now it's only 70%. Whatever, who cares? We're using it because that's what we have. No, we want to make sure that we're, you know, continuing, it's continuing to provide the results at the required level of performance we need. So there's really two major components of MLOps. There's this DevOps for machine learning. So this includes things such as model development lifecycle, model deployment, model versioning, and IT ops considerations for machine learning. And then we have model specific ops. So these are things like measuring and managing model drift, measuring and managing data drift. We need to understand, we need to be measuring this, right? So we know if if it's going on. We also wanna be establishing data provenance, establishing data and model governance, Who's able to access this? We need to make sure that we're we're establishing this and also establishing model discovery as well. So it's really important to understand, at least at a high level, kind of what's going on with ML ops and why it's important. So there are becoming <laughs> way too many ops, we think, with vendors. So making the distinction between these can sometimes be confusing. Maybe you've heard ML Ops, you've heard Model Ops, you've heard AI Ops, which really has nothing to do with... Uh, machine learning operations at all and there can be more Ops out there sometimes it can be confusing sometimes people use this because they're like oh it's a buzzword and let's just go on uh let's let's just you know use that term and kind of go along with this wave so basically what we say which is why we have our glossary series kind of ignore these battles. Don't think about uh, you know, don't don't fight these terminology battles. Really understand the core concepts behind it and make sure that you're understanding it and then putting it into practice.
1: Yeah, so I think it's a really good place to be because MLOps, especially kind of where we are right now in the AI market, is is a bit of a confusing space. We have a lot of vendors who are offering products, but You know, uh, as we talk about in our other podcasts, it's not clear if MLOps as a product category will become separate from where you get your existing ML capabilities, either on the cloud or on-premise. So don't put all of your eggs in one basket. But, you know, that's not the purpose of this glossary series to provide advice. We will let our other podcasts do that. We're just here to define the terms. So now you know what MLOps is and you know how it relates to things like DevOps and you know about its strategy so that you can go and have a conversation with the folks who maybe trying to pitch you on MLOps stuff. And you could say, well, isn't MLOps sort of a strategy, an approach, a philosophy like DevOps? And for this particular glossary series, that is the answer. Uh, All the rest of it, well, you can figure out how the rest of it all connects once you understand that philosophy.
0: Exactly. And that's what this glossary series is to present these terms at a high level. So hopefully now you have an understanding at least of a high level about ML Ops. But of course, understanding terms at a high level and knowing how to put them into practice are two different things. So if you're interested in learning more about, you know, how to put this into practice, we encourage you to take our free intro to CPM AI course. That's the Cognitive Project Management for AI Uh you can go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to learn more and to register for free for that course. If you're interested in getting your CPMAI certification, then you can go to cognolytica.com slash CPMAI, where it'll really go over uh, CPMAI at a high level, uh, dig deeper into these concepts, and help you to do your projects correctly. You know, we want you to be successful in your AI, machine learning, and big data projects, which is why we have our entire glossary series as well to help you understand these terms. At a high level, so that when you're having these conversations, you know how it all fits and applies. So, I'll make sure to link to those two courses that I talked about the free intro to CPMAI and then the CPMAI methodology and certification in the show notes. And we encourage you to check them out. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools, handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at ai-today.live.